if you're working on financial goals, it's not a static, it's a movable target, whether it's status, accomplishments, contributing to other people's success, contributing to loved one's success, contributing to your own success. Mm. Because if you, it's a little bit like when they say on an airplane, which are kind of crazy situations these days, you know, parents put oxygen mask on yourself first so you can make sure that your child is okay. So you want to, you want to do that where you are taking care of yourself so that you can teach others or tribute to others' well-being and health. Born in 92 on the block with the sharks Come from a different cloth, y'all will get ripped apart You want a diamond, then you gotta get it in the dark We dropping nuggets like Carmelo went to Rucker Park Now we eating from state to state, we scrape the plate I put my eggs in a basket, took a leap of faith I took a chance, now we grow and see the impact Decoding success with special guests, now let's bring Matt Welcome to the show, everyone. This is your host, Matt Labrie, and you are rocking with us here on the Decoding Success Podcast. You have just heard from our truly transformational and inspirational guest, Dr. George Pratt, who is joining us in just a few moments, and he's joining us to help us achieve our greatest and highest potential. That's why you listen to podcasts as it is. That's why you're tuned into this. That's why you read books. That's why you go to seminars and beyond, right? You want the most out of your life. Now, Dr. George Pratt is helping us achieve our highest potential in a rather unconventional way. He's going to hypnotize us or teach us about hypnosis for success. And before we can be hypnotized for success, we need a few things in place. Number one, we need to clear the path. We need to get rid of the blocks. We all have them, including myself, including Dr. George Pratt, who has worked on himself for many, many years. We all have them. Bottom line, we need to clear the path. We need to understand what success is in our individualized sense, how we define it as ourselves. The way I define it, the way you define it is going to vary. Dr. George Pratt helps us get clear on that, helps us get clear on our goals. And then the magic happens. Now, Dr. George Pratt is a clinical psychologist and best-selling author of four books. He has a private practice in La Jolla, California for over 30 years, specializing in helping people heal blocks and to achieve success. He has served as chairman of psychology at Scripps Memorial Hospital in La Jolla. And on top of that, he has been a frequent guest on Larry King Live, has been featured on MTV, and has presented with individuals like Tony Robbins and John Asaroff, who has been a guest right here on this show. Now, George has helped incredible individuals, Academy Award and Grammy winners, Olympic gold medalists, Super Bowl champs, and those wishing to achieve their highest potential. That is exactly why he's joining the show today, to help us achieve our highest potential. Now, without further ado, we bring to you our friend, Dr. George Pratt. Dr. George Pratt, welcome to the show. Super excited to have you. Now, I must say, I discovered you through Rob Deerdeck, who speaks extremely highly of you. He was actually just on an interview recently. And I said, you know what? I need to learn about the hypnosis, about all of these amazing tools and tactics that you've been instilling into individuals for, I'm, I'm going to assume, many years. I'm really excited to have you. So welcome to the show. It's very nice to meet you, Matt. And yes, Rob is, uh, as you know, having interviewed him, he's a very bright guy. He's very enthusiastic and he's got a million great ideas. I'm sure. I'm sure. So <laughs> I, I need to learn 
what hypnosis for success actually is. Let's start there. When I hear hypnosis, I think of the very, the very stereotypical cartoon, you know, being in a daze type of thing. I'm curious from your perspective and from your work, what is hypnosis for success? Well, there are different ways of looking at this. There are, let's say there are 20 to 40 neurons that fire per second at the conscious level, just in, and neurons are very tiny things. So 20 to 40 neurons firing per second at the conscious level, at the subconscious unconscious level, it's 20 to 40 million neurons firing per second. So it's a 1 million times change transition. And so uh, the background in that Our most recent book was called Code to Joy, and it describes how and why this works. But essentially, we're just using more of the the brain in a very simple way. So Rob loves to talk about hypnosis. He's very enthusiastic about it, as you know, and he responds incredibly well. So we used a number of techniques with him, but the one he kind of singles out that he likes the most is, is the hypnosis. And as you know, he's so enthusiastic and he's so smart and he's so curious, wants to, wants to know everything. And, and I love that. I love explaining it. And so what happens is in hypnosis, typically, there's the stereotypes of in the movies, people doing strange things. It's a very simple thing. So in my office here at, uh, I'm on campus at Scripps Memorial Hospital in La Jolla, California, originally from Minnesota. Very glad I can find my car here in the the winter. (laughs) That is, uh, even though the lighting is down a little bit right now, that's a couch that's a, you know, a very nice one where people can recline, put a pillow under their head, and then just relax and listen to a little background sound of the ocean, let's say. I particularly like the sound of the ocean since being in California for a very long time. And what happens is there are induction procedures. There are essentially ways to kind of focus the mind. And it's fairly simple. There are some wonderful tools that were invented and discovered at Stanford. And there's a technique called the Stanford eye roll where you move your eyes in a certain pattern and it accelerates the process. So essentially you're relaxing, you're feeling comfortable, take you through, let's say, some deep relaxation techniques, eye technique, and have a very environment that's very soothing, comforting, relaxing, and and safe. And then when a person is just very relaxed, eyes typically closed, you can do it with your eyes open, but it's it's more effective with closing your eyes. And then positive suggestions consistent with your goals are provided. And then you can reinforce that idea several times. I like to come at it from a perspective of knowing the individual, knowing what the goals are, knowing what has happened in the past. And when you look at the history in the past, you can identify blocks and issues that you have to clear. So we don't start with hypnosis, but that's since you're asking about hypnosis, right. per se. Usually what happens is we have traumas and blocks in our lives, and you want to clear those traumas and blocks and hurts, et cetera, which now are very simple to clear. Those were a function of my previous books that, uh, that we did. One was a book on, it's called The Clinical Hypnosis Primer, which was 400 pages. Don't bother 
purchasing it. Uh, it's more of a technical book, and if you could hit somebody accidentally on the head, probably knock them out. The thing is a big deal. So that's that's not the one. The book that Rob loves, which he keeps calling in a playful fashion with me, since we've known each other over 25 years. So it's, it's called Hyper Performance. So he, he likes to call it Hyper Success. And so this is like an ongoing thing. So either one. Yeah. So it's Hyper Performance. And this is helps you to identify goals for success. So when you identify the goals, you evaluate why am I not attaining what I want? That book is good for identifying what's happening. And then so you can actually work on it with other tools, including hypnosis. Hypnosis is one of four primary tools that I use. And even though some of the other things kind of look like hypnosis, it's, it's just very relaxing, soothing, comforting, positive. And I always make a recording and I give that recording to the person. No, I have a lot of people that aren't in this location. I've got, I think, people in 56 countries at this. And so uh, they're not coming in. Sometimes they will, after after having success, they'll come into the office because they want to do, they want to kind of see what's going on and then do some further work. So it's it's an interesting thing. But I, I have a lot of people also, you know, the majority in the United States. Sure. And the nice thing is people can learn to do some of these techniques themselves. They can reinforce themselves. If they have a recording, let's say, for for hypnosis, they can listen to it regularly. Mm. And so that even strengthens the positive effect. Absolutely. Now, let's break this down. I'm I'm already mesmerized here. A lot of questions. (laughs) You've actually beat me to a lot of the questions that I thought I would have had. Now, it seems like the first step here, as you mentioned, is clearing the blocks and the traumas, correct? First identify. First identifying them. How do you know if you have them though? And listen, I've had my own traumas in life. Personally, I'm sure I have blocks as well, but how do we we know? We all do. We all do. Right, right. Now, does identifying them can you do that by yourself or do you need someone of your you know uh, of your background to help you can evaluate and identify certain things i'll tell you a little bit about the techniques there are ways to let's say in hyper performance there's a there's some lists that you can go through and help identify what the blocks are most of it all of us have some blocks right but once you start making headway and you clear even the first one, then then some wonderful things can happen. Now, there's something to do with polarity. Mm. We are like copper top batteries, and the earth has a negative charge, bottoms of our feet have a positive charge, tops of our head have a negative charge. Many times, if people are frustrated or they've had issues in the past, their polarity is going to be inverted, and there's some quick tools to correct for that. And when they do, people are 20% feel 20% better on everything in their life. And so that's a, that's a wonderful thing. People are thrilled with that. You know, thanks. Uh, so right. It's just the beginning. And so that's the nice thing that this is a building block. People can do as much as they want to do. But the, and I even have on my website, which is because there are some things that they might be interested in. Uh, it's drgeorgepratt.com. Surprising. But what happens is there are, I was demonstrating on camera, one of the techniques to restore polarity. And the one that I was, there was a simpler one. I have another one that's more complicated, but 
this for a large portion of people will be satisfactory. And that would be placing the left ankle over the right, the right hand out over the left, interlocking the fingers, and tongue to the roof of your mouth as you breathe in, and relax the tongue as you exhale. And then just, you would do that for a couple minutes, and that for many people will restore polarity. And then that should be something that would be done every day. Take it two minutes. Right. But you're going to feel better because then there's a corrective spot on the chest in the Pledge of Allegiance position. So it's between the second and third intercostal rib midclavicular line. Sounds like a mouthful. <laughs> so you, you would do the kind of charging the battery. Okay. Right. Then you're going to rub this spot in a clockwise fashion as though a clock is sitting on your chest facing out and, and say, you could just think it if you're in a uh, in a group of people you, and if you want to do this, you could you could just do this kind of like you're stretching and you'd just be thinking, I love myself, because that's what you'd be thinking to yourself or saying to yourself, I love myself. Now, sometimes when people have had significant traumas, they might have pretty common to have, you haven't corrected for this before between, you know, a little bit less than 100, right. but it doesn't take very long to restore it. It's rubbing the spot and thinking or saying, I love myself. And there are ways to correct and identify if you've cleared that, because that is a real key. Right. That's incredible. That's absolutely incredible. One of the things you you kind of beat me to was my question. Well, let me backtrack a little. We actually have had over 215 or so episodes recorded. And typically to open the show, I would ask how someone defines success. Now we we've kind of strayed away from that a little. We've we've had many go ahead. great. Go ahead. Well, uh, yeah. Ask, let, me, let's... ask me about success. <laughs> well, let's hear how you define it personally, and then I'll get into this question. You know, that's a very that's a very good question. It depends on let's say career. You know, if we kind of break it down to three categories, we define what gives you personal satisfaction and it contributes to the lives of people around you. So it's that's for your career, right? You want to do something. You want to do good things that help people. Right. And then you want to enjoy the process of doing it. I love helping people. I've had had a long career developed and I've trained in lots of different approaches. And then I've trained others and taught at the university level and love sharing the information. And so we, uh, so that's, that's one. And just say, so career is one. Another key one is help. Because if you don't have health, then you're not going to be feeling very good. So you want to manage mental, emotional, physical to develop your optimal levels of, of that. Absolutely. And then think about relationships. Yeah. You think about loved ones, family, friends, a partner, children. And so you want to feel balanced in that category. So if you have all three of those, career, health, and relationship, you want a family of people and that essentially support and affirm you, and that's going to cause you to feel good. Do so you that you're really thinking about a multimodal approach to having people shine brightly and have a positive effect on other people. Absolutely. Do you think yeah. you can have all of those buckets filled at the same time? 
I think you can. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It, it, it just it takes some time. It's it's a it's a wonderful thing to do, but as you do it, you're going to feel really good. Other people are going to be feeling good as well, and then you get a just a very positive uh, outcome happen. Absolutely. So that's the that's the nice thing that you can create joy. And well, Code to Joy was my last book. That's that is a good book. The uh, the second one was Instant Emotional Healing. The third one, well, Code to Joy has a lot of good stuff, and so does Hyper Performance, or as Rob would say, Hyper Success. <laughs> I love that. Now, yeah, we have some what, inside jokes. So that's a, that's a good thing. So one thing that I was going to ask when you were elaborating on the process of being hypnotized for success. You know, you discuss subconscious mind, so on and so forth. We'll get to that in a second. I was wondering what success was in that, you know, because it's very broad, right? So I was wondering, do people need to have success defined for themselves before going into something of this nature? Do they need to have goals in mind? So, and how, like, how specific do those goals actually need to be going into it? But you've kind of answered that. I'm just curious if you want to go a little bit deeper there with the goals. Right. No, you bring up a really good point, and that is you want to have them be as specific as possible. Okay. If you're working on financial goals, it's not a static, it's, it's, a, it's a movable target, whether it's status, accomplishments, contributing to other people's success, contributing to loved one's success, contributing to your own success. Mm. Because if you, it's a little bit like when they say on an airplane, which are kind of crazy situations these days, you know, parents put oxygen mask on yourself first so you can make sure that your child is okay. So you want to, you want to do that where you are taking care of yourself so that you can teach others or contribute to others' well-being and health. And so, and many of these techniques, now the, where I am at uh, Scripps Memorial Hospital of La Jolla is a famous place and they Many of the docs will say, I'm not actually exactly sure what George does, but people get better. And so I sent him <laughs> over there and not exactly sure what happens, but it, they know that we can unblock, help them to do better with surgery, positive mood, things like that too. So they, and I've been here a long time, so they, they, they know me pretty well. And it's been a wonderful thing because we're using some tools that will help them help others. Right. Absolutely. And now, some of them come, come to my seminars too. So that's a good thing. That's a good yeah. thing for sure. Yeah. Now you yeah. meant you mentioned that goals should be specific. How realistic should they be based off of where the person is when they come into your practice today? So for instance, if I'm making a hundred thousand right now and I say, all right, next year I want to make a hundred million, it's not far. I mean, it, it it's not impossible, right? But at the same time, there might be a couple more steps to go from a hundred thousand to a hundred million. You think? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would agree. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it would be nice if it, if we could just materialize it. But if we can develop these abilities within ourselves to love and like, appreciate ourselves, be grounded and centered, be with an optimistic attitude on an ongoing basis, mm. that's how things work. And then it's gradual and progressive. So Rob wasn't wealthy to start with. He he worked really hard. Right. And it was great to do the unblocking, and he's extremely talented, funny as can be, and people can develop tools and get unblocked and to shine brightly. And right. even if not in the professional areas or 
television or movies. We all have our gifts and you want to utilize those gifts so that they shine more brightly. But just being happier to start with, if you feel unblocked happier, you're going to do better in whatever your work is. If you're in sales, if you're in real estate, if you're in anything else, you're going to, you're going to do better and enjoy yourself. We want you to be happy. If you're happy, you're going to do well. Right. I agree. I agree. Now, you had mentioned the difference between conscious and subconscious. And I, I want to dive into that a little bit deeper because I hear things thrown around all the time. So I would like your perspective. People say that you can tap into your subconscious when, when you're in those relaxed states. And you kind of alluded to that a little bit as you were, discu- as you were discussing. Is that true? Yes, that you can do that. You want to let the conscious the conscious mind kind of calm down, relax, and we can use imagery to affect the subconscious. That's one of the best tools, seeing how you want things to be. But you also want to be realistic. And so let's say you're earning 100000 a year and you decided you wanted to earn $100 million this year. You're going to have to work really hard. Right. But, uh, but you want to use imagery to facilitate your strengthening and building and we want you to be happy. I have, I have seen people that are extraordinarily wealthy and they're not happy. However, when they get things unblocked and they're happy and then they have the money, then it's a different story. Mm. But money alone will not make you happy. It'll fix some problems. It will create some others. Absolutely. Now, I, I guess we can just make this be known here. What we're discussing is not a magic trick. It's not a snap of the finger. Like there, There's still work involved. Oh yeah, there's there's work, but it's just that we're going to use tools that are going to help us to be more effective. Yes. Number one, we're going to take better care of ourselves. We're going to work on goal setting, but we're going to use tools to not just imagine that it's all happening without you doing something. You're going to have to mm-hmm. take proactive action. And somebody flew down, literally flew down from Washington State last week, who was working on some goals and trying to create some success. He had some blocks and you can muscle test and do these things that are in the way of success. So people can do that. And so he did. And by clearing those blocks, some that had happened when he was a child, when early adolescent, trauma with family, broken marriage, by clearing those traumas, he then kind of went to full power. I mean, and, and he went from kind of here to here rather rapidly because he was clearing traumas that were sticking with us. We usually think, well, I, I, I went through that. That was painful, but I, I learned from it. You know what? You probably have a trauma in there and you can identify with uh, neuromuscular feedback, which is muscle testing. There's different ways to do it. And you can find where the block is subconsciously very rapidly. And so that people don't have to just go around shooting in the dark. Sure. You want to, you want to identify, you want to find out what your, your blocks are, and then you want to correct them. And then you want to work hard to accomplish your objectives. And so that's, that's what I've been doing for quite some time and getting good results. What's the frequency of the practice? So for instance, if, if I'm a, you know, if I come to your practice and we're, we're going through these exercises, these tools, and I start to see the results, I'm hitting the goals that, you know, I set forth and I'm visualizing, you know, throughout the experience. 
what's the frequency? Like, do, do I come back to recalibrate those goals? Do I, it, you know, it, go it off depends, my own? The, so it depends on what the goals are. So what we start on, what are the goals? And then we're going to work backward to create the program. If you have lots of trauma in your life, we have to clear the trauma before we do anything. And, mm-hmm. But when we clear the trauma, there's a huge difference automatically from that. You're at peace, you're thinking clearly. So even before we do any of the other strategic tools, just clearing the trauma has an abundant effect. So that's the nice thing. And as soon as you clear one and you go, oh my God, I'm I'm thinking about it now and it's just remote and it's very small and I really can't find it. Mm. So you start doing that and then people are thrilled. I'm sure. Yeah, so this is just kind of like with Rob. I mean, that was 25 years ago that I started with him that now we still he might have a tune-up these days i uh in, in the last year they he and Bree wanted to renew their vows at five years and so they asked me to perform the service and so uh we did and had a great time so he's he's just he is creating the life that he dreamed of no it's a beautiful and, thing and he deserves it because he is just i'll tell you a little story so long time ago he brought his executive team to my house here in San Diego, just kind of near the ocean. So we took a break on the Saturday and we were kind of walking in. It was kind of some heavy tree activity. So it was kind of a nice, cozy place. As soon as, and he was wearing his cap and as we were looking at the ocean and he was looking at the ocean about Three or four cars stopped immediately. I hadn't seen a car down there and they could see his silhouette. And he turned around and they were all waving to him. He went back to the cars. He put his hand in the car. He shook their hand. He told them, Hi, my name's Rob. What's yours? Pretty cool. <laughs> I love and that. And so, and then, and then after that, there, we're in this supposed to be this remote area where we could do this work. A group of, I think, was there was a group of about ten people on segways. I think they were from Japan. They recognized him with his hat. He took pictures with them, and he spoke to each one of them and asked him something personal. Today. That's the kind of guy he is. Yeah, great guy, great guy. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, this is random. It's just coming to me. Is everyone meant to be successful? I think given the proper tools and not blocking of traumas, people can move to tremendously higher levels of function. Right, right. The reason I ask is because I'm a believer in a greater power for sure. But beyond yeah, me that, too. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a, me too. Right. I, I mean, obviously, we're, we're all here for a reason. We're all here for a purpose. But I'm saying to myself, as we're having this conversation, if people are intrigued to do this work or pursue this type of work for themselves... I mean, I get that there's an abundance in the world. I do believe in abundance as opposed to scarcity. But I'm saying to myself, is everyone just going to be successful? And I, again, everyone could define it for themselves, but right. just something right. random that came, to, that came to mind during this conversation. Everybody can move up. I mean, if, mm. if you just think, if you have had, I'll give you an example of somebody, my last client last night on, on Skype, his son had committed suicide two years ago. And he came to me for a different for a different topic, but I was reviewing his history because I always ask people, you know, tell me about yourself, et cetera. And he said, well, I want to achieve these goals, et cetera. 
want to get married. There's somebody that I'm, I'm seeing. I'm looking over everything and said it was, it was obvious that he had cleared the trauma. Most people have not cleared the traumas. Right. They don't know it's possible. And so I said, first thing we have to clear is the loss of your son two years ago. And so we did. And he was a transformed person just yesterday. He said, I, and I said, I've been crying about this. And I said, we can clear trauma so that you can shine brightly and your son would want you to do that. So, mm. so that's for traumas. That's a, it's a big thing to clear. Sure. Absolutely. So, How do you evaluate which, which one to clear first? Do you go right for the biggest one? Usually. Yeah. Okay. But I can also good intuition. I've been doing this for quite a sure. while. Sure. So I get a sense of what I think will be the most helpful, just kind of based on my clinical experience. Absolutely. And it's just so much. I get to see people happy every day. My wife said, are you ever going to retire? I said, I'm having fun doing this. I said, I'm going to always do some in the future. I might do a, you know, do a little less, but some of the people that I trained with and the other areas, like the top people in the world in hypnosis, like with Dr. Milton Erickson. And I mean, I've, I've had good fortune of training with wonderful people. And so I try to give back in that way too. And so it's incredible. Just, I'm just grateful. So that's, that's a good word. It. I love to hear that. Dr. Pratt, what is a question you wish more people would ask you and how would you answer it? Do you think everybody can be helped? What's the answer? And if people want to be helped, because you can't force them. Absolutely. People, I'm glad you said that. But if people want to be helped, I would say, I think we could do something for you. And well, they say, well, I, I don't want to do it. Well, then, then let's examine why you don't want to want to do it. Mm. So you go back to whatever the original block is, clear that block, and then, then it's a different story. And I get to see it every day. So. Yeah, absolutely. Now, from your experience, why have people not wanted to do the work? They don't know that it's possible that they can do something to change their lives in a, okay. in a significant way in a relatively short period of time. If you have tools to clear it, you have a list of traumas, and then that kind of gives you your life back. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful. Most people uh, don't, don't believe it's possible. I agree with that. And just from hosting individuals like yourself on this show and having these types of conversations, I've also heard the answer that people don't believe they deserve anything better. You bring up a good point. The guilt seeks punishment. Mm. And so if they feel guilty about something, they might not pursue that. But I always talk, you know, do you feel guilty about anything? So that's usually something that comes out right away. So that's a good point. Thank you for identifying that. I, I appreciate that quote, guilt seeks punishment, because I've definitely, you know, have done things where I felt guilty. And anytime after- well, you're a human being, we're here just to learn and grow and- Absolutely. To each other. Absolutely. And anytime I've done something where I've felt guilty of doing, I've always said to myself, I'm going to be punished some way, somehow. And I, I've kind of expected the punishment to come, which is interesting. So I appreciate that quote. That's a powerful quote. Then we're going to just emblazon that in our minds because <laughs> right. that's, that's probably the seat of most people's unhappiness. Guilty. Yeah. Very interesting. Now, because even the gentleman that had lost his son, he had stopped doing lots of things for himself. He didn't feel that he was worth it because his son took his life. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Yeah, that's powerful stuff. I, I appreciate all of this. Personal question here. I, I, I like to ask this one. What's a piece of advice that you've personally been given that you didn't want to hear, but proved to be true? That's a really good one. Never give up. You didn't want to hear that? Well, probably when I was a teenager and adolescent, college, but I, I, I took that on and I internalized it. But I mean, I think my father said, said, you know, trying to encourage me in some way. Right. And you know, I thought, hey, I know it all. I'm, I'm 22. Of course, I know everything. <laughs> I've been there too. <laughs> Little did I know. I didn't know. Everything. Absolutely. I still don't. Now, when it comes to never giving up, if someone is doing the work, not even just with you, but they're doing this work, right? They're, they're unblocking themselves. They're clearing those blo- those blocks, clearing those traumas. They're visualizing those goals. They're setting themselves up in the environment to be able to you know, optimize those tools that are being rolled out. But the goals aren't happening, right? And, and they're doing the work. They're, they're doing what, what needs to be done. Is there ever a time to give up on that? No, you find somebody to help guide you. You find okay. a consultant, a, a therapist, a, a psychologist like myself, or any other resource. And so for some, it might be a spiritual mm. guidance. But yeah, you never give up. I love that. Yeah. So I have had some, I know some SEALs, I'll just say, that I demonstrated some te- some techniques with. And those people are... They're, they're like a, from another planet. They're so incredible, <laughs> smart, and unbelievable. So, uh, I mean, I, I learned a great deal from them. I showed them a couple things, and so it was a good trade-off. But find somebody that is more aware of the difficulties you're having than you are. Get some guidance and never give up. I love that. Now, you mentioned that there are four primary tools. We talked about one of them. What are the other three? Hypnosis is one. EMDR, eye movement desensitization reprocessing, which is a movement of the eyes, which has a direct effect on the brain. I use that as well. There are, there's a a more traditional therapy called CBT, cognitive behavioral therapy. Yeah. There are several other techniques, but those are kind of the three primary ones. And do you find that hypnosis is the one that allows people to hit those levels of success that they desire? more effectively well that's that's a tool that can clear issues so is the so is the tapping that's that's, tapping techniques yeah so that's that was my third book so this is the fourth issue the the fourth tool this is instant emotional healing active pressure for the emotions right and so that is a tapping technique derived from eastern tools and western tools integrated together and that combination of the those combination of those tools extremely effective i love that that's powerful stuff that's great i know i need to get you out of here otherwise i I could talk to you for the rest of the day about this stuff (laughs) i get hooked on this real quickly if dr george pratt lived to however many years he would like to live he's accomplished all he'd like to accomplish written as many books hopped on as many podcasts helped as many people so on and so forth if you could only be remembered for one piece of advice though what would that one piece of advice be never stop growing and loving never stop stop growing and loving why that piece of advice Sometimes we, are, we get down in the dumps, we are traumatized, we, we feel like we can't go on, go on, 
and then work on achieving your, your goals and then find somebody, whether it's a family member, clergy, therapist of some sort to help you to attain them. Absolutely. Dr. Pratt, I appreciate this. You are an absolutely incredible individual. I appreciate you adding value to the platform here. Amazing work. I'm going to have all of your socials, websites, all that good stuff in the show notes so that you're easily accessible. Go ahead. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm in La Jolla, California. I do want to tell people on the website, there's a free download of deep relaxation exercise. That's no charge. And then there, there's a lot of other stuff. And if you go to drgeorgepratt.com, there's a lot of videos of me doing different things that it'll kind of make it uh, easier for people to understand what I'm Very cool stuff. We'll make sure all of that's accessible in the show notes for people to check it out. I'm going to head back over there. I already actually have the resource, the relaxation resource. So I appreciate what you're putting out into the world. Thank you for that as well. Looking forward to having you back on in the future because there's much more to decode here. So thank you again, Dr. Pratt. Definitely appreciate it. My, my pleasure, Matt. You're terrific. You, you, you have such a gentle, positive way working with people. I appreciate that. Thank you. And there you have it, episode number 213 with our friend, Dr. George Pratt. As mentioned earlier, the goal of this episode and every episode, truthfully, is to help you achieve your greatest and highest potential. So if you feel like this episode has done that, if it's provided you with a new perspective or a new way of going about life, I urge you to share this with someone in your circle because you are like-minded to the people that are around you, the people you're in proximity of, and I guarantee you, they'll find it to be of value as well. So share this, whether it be on social, whether it be direct in text, whether it be however you want to share it. We absolutely appreciate every one of you that continues to share these episodes, and we would gladly send you a gift card or a coffee or something to show you our love in return. Beyond that, make sure you're checking out Dr. George Pratt's work. You could check him out in the show notes of this episode. And until next time, everyone, episode number 214 next week. Have a good one. Peace.